we're back. Episode 208 of the Yen's Daily Podcast. Been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Two weeks to be exact, but we're back in the saddles once again. 208. The boys are back. Loop. What's up? What's going on, boys? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Feels like, uh, I was saying, it feels like we haven't done this in a long time, but it's only been one week. Can, can I just say something real quick? It's been recording in progress. It's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side, and said I'm angry. Yo, Ty. Yeah. Thank you for having us over at your housewarming party. Oh, you're you're most welcome, dude. I, I ate so many Rice Krispies and little brownies and whatever that dip was. It was all kind oh. of a blur. And there. Was, what about the meatballs, dude? Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even have one. Not sure there are any left after me and Ty. So low-key, I made some of those the other night. Just like yeah. I had another bag of them. But I made yeah. them in the oven, plain. And then today for lunch, I just took a bunch of them and smothered them in, smothered them in barbecue sauce and bathed it in them. No, but then I just ate them like that. And it was fucking low-key delicious. Yeah, love a good meatball. Love a good, love meatball. A good meatball. Well, I mean, these aren't great meatballs. But they are meatballs, nonetheless. Like, you know what? I've never had a bad meatball. Or a meatball that wasn't great. I don't understand why meatballs can't be like a french fry or something. Like, go to a drive-thru, get a little, get, you know, a little little pack of, like, seven meatballs, pop them. The convenience of a french fry. Yeah, yeah, like that, right? Like, just ready, ready, available, wherever I want. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you're, you might be onto something. (laughs) Fazoli's? Yeah, right. Well, that's actually what I was thinking. But also, I can't remember the last time I saw Fazoli's. <laughs> Go to Terre Haute, Indiana. It'll be everywhere. <laughs> There's oh, one hey. on every corner. One of my favorite you. customers is from Terre Haute. It's Terre Haute. Terre Haute? No, Terre Dice. <laughs> Fire up trees, baby. Let's go. Oh, man. That's hilarious. But yeah, I, I've never Maple. been to a Fazoli's personally. But oh, you're missing out. Listen, a, a restaurant where you can just readily. And, f- and quickly get your meatballs on. Ooh. I've actually I've, never been to Sbarro. But you know what? Sbarro is only ever like... It's, it's in a it's mall. In a plaza or an oasis. In a mall. Yeah, or an oasis. Like, you you don't find like... Well, how much more convenient can a meatball get? Well, that's that's what I want. You don't My find Sbarro's on like corners like you find at McDonald's. Like, that's what I need. A drive through So we should franchise... Oh... A Sabaro. A Sabaro and a Fazoli's? Dude, because you know what? I go to Rosati's. I get slice pizza by the slice. You just walk in, grab a slice. Why, why aren't they doing that? Sabaro? Yeah. Well, I was going to say they do, but just no, not well, like, a right, legitimate store. On a fast food type scale. That's true. I just had a slice of eye yesterday from Carbaldi's. I thought they made chocolate. No, this is Giardelli. What's a, what's a Garbaldi? You you dyslexic idiot! Oh, <laughs> a baldy sour dude. No, but, but hold on, hold on. You guys saw that snap right of that foot long Chicago dog? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, My- yeah. I know that we saw it because Ty followed up with a very <laughs> Ty like comment. Looked like Johnny sins on a bun bun bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, hey, your your re- your real estate agent, your doctor, you know. He's just whipping the grill at Gary Ball. Name, name a job he hasn't had. He's just a blue collar man. That's all he is. All right, so we'll say that was that's the only size hot, like Chicago dog they sell a foot long. 
That's wild. Yeah. It's also like five bucks. So not terrible. No, that's great. But I will say the bun was, a, it was, bun was a little much for me. I was like, I wouldn't get it again. They didn't even put sport peppers on there. <laughs> His balls were a little too much to handle. I couldn't juggle them nor gargle but them. I had a great mug root beer. Oh. Yo, mug, not just mug, but all root beer, underrated. It doesn't get enough love. Super underrated. Nope. But if you got to pick one, A&W, Barks, Mug. Um, the Culver's one? I'm a Barks guy for some reason. I was as a kid, but like, and not that I drink root beer often, but. I gotta go mug. Wow. I go. I'm gonna go mug just because I had it yesterday. It's the most recent, but other than that, I can't remember the last time I had a root beer. You guys ever been to Dog and Suds? No. No. Have you heard of it? No. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. It's like a gin and juice type deal, but it, yeah. I think it's like on the way to like Geneva or something. Yeah, it's in like fucking bumfuck, like McHenry. Yeah. Or they've got fire ass. Housemade or like, yeah, housemade, whatever, homemade um, root beer. Yeah, Ooh. so good. Well, it's like, um, well, doesn't I mean, a root beer have, float, bro? Come on. Yeah, doesn't Culver's have their own like a uh, root beer? That I cannot confirm. No, but I did not. If you give me a little bit. Yo, but speaking of Culver's, you see TJ Watt House two butter burgers. The thing the curds just as like a little snack. No, it's because that's a snack is what it is, dude. Actually, no, actually, dude. I don't think I've ever ate more than the thing of cheese curds in the butter burger. Well, it's because you're soft at heart, is what it comes down to. Yeah, you know what? It's because I, I quit. I was I wasn't about that. <laughs> it's because this root beer is from Rochester Root Beer, but it's their own proprietary recipe. I used to drink uh I was like, what was it, Fizz? Something. There was like a St. Louis one. Fist me? <laughs> no, just Fizz. Oh. Um, so how did we get here? I don't know, but how was Hawaii, dude? It's pretty sick. Show us your tattoo one time. Oh, dang. Kid got inked on his stink while he was in Hawaii. Let's go. Hang hang loose, dude, like your butthole. I, I, like thought, you wizard. I thought you were going to get the Big Ben. Oh, the original idea was to get the hang loose on my inner thigh next to my balls. <laughs> no, I cannot wait until my mother-in-law tells me about this part of the episode. Aaron was pissed that I didn't get it in that location because she thought it was the funniest thing ever. Really? Yeah. That's but fucking I'm funny. glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. The tattoo artist was like, I've done tattoos there, and it is a very sensitive area. Oh, I bet, dude. I was like, yes, I know it is. You probably, you probably jizz all over Would the Would have made for a good laugh, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good story. But yeah, dude, shocker, bro. Hilarious. Absolutely awesome. amazing. I didn't know you were gonna what you were going to come out with when you told us you were going to get tatted. Yeah, as soon as we got there, that I had that idea, and then... I had made the appointment, and they're like, dude, we'll do it the last day you're here, the day you leave the island, because you don't want to go, like, you're not supposed to have direct sunlight, can't go right. in the water, no sand. So, worked out, dude. Love it. 
Absolutely love it. Oh, Glad man. to be back, though. Are you, though? Oh, yeah. Get to see you guys. Get to see my PlayStation. My PlayStation? Get back to work. Yeah. Love never that. had never taken a week off of work in my life. <clears throat> really? Really. A full week? Nope. Never in my life. Dude, you're missing out. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah, it was nice, but I just hate, you know how it is. You take one day off and it's like, God, gosh, damn it. Oh, I know Miss exactly a bunch of how stuff. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, so yeah. times five. No, Tapia you know. doesn't know what that like. That's like he's never working. He, <laughs> he, I'm convinced Tapia doesn't even have a real job, and he just hangs out all day long in shops and eats. <laughs> goes I, out I, to I feel like that's what everybody brother. Everybody's like, "You have the coolest job." I'm like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." <laughs> it's not really a job. <laughs> it's not a job when you love what you do. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. Love it. Um. All right, so fucking lot going on since since we last fucking podcasted. Um, but I want I want to talk about this because I have some feelings about it, and I'm sure you guys do too. Uh, the yeah, Hall of Fame last year on the ballot for Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling, and that, that one of them is not like the rest. Well, I'd argue that all three should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'd argue that the other two are freaking little leaguers compared to Barry. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, neither of them nominated for the Hall of Fame in their last year on the ballot. I mean, what are we doing, dude? What are we doing? No bonds? Fuck. And you know what? Obviously, we knew that was coming. Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame, and he should be a thousand percent. But the people who decide on this shit are fucking stupid in the head. And I forget who it was. I wish I could remember so I can give them credit, but I saw it on Twitter. The Hall of Fame is supposed to be a museum of the game of baseball to show what has gone on in the years of that baseball has been around. How do you not include somebody into that who literally made history in baseball? Explain that one to me because I can't wrap my mind around it. It blows my mind. And for context, voting is based upon the player's record, playing ability, integrity, sportsmanship, character, and contributions to the teams on which the player played. So, again, I don't think it has any, playing ball has nothing to do with sportsmanship and character. I don't care if the biggest dickhead in the world hit, hit 4,000 home runs in one season. You're going to tell me you're not going to put him in the Hall of Fame? This is the best of the best. And then, and like, that's the argument with Bonds is like, yeah, okay. Well, he, and Pete Rose. Obviously, that's it's yeah. their character. They broke the rules. They went By the way, so this, did David they, Ortiz, and he made it in this year. So what the fuck? So did a few other people. Like, yeah. That, that's that's why it's annoying that it's look you're picking and choosing who you want this to be, and I feel like baseball is one of the last, if not the last, sport to really still have gatekeepers in it. Where like this, the the game of baseball, like young, what a, I think there's a thing out there the younger, younger generations don't really like like it because it's not attractive, right? Like it's more like a older person sport. Right, because like look if you look at like the NFL 
or even like the NBA things they're doing what they let the what they let their players do like it's way more personable and we're in like baseball we're still having arguments about fucking dudes celebrating strikeouts and bat flips and like and we know, still have guys getting fined 10k for having their socks too low yeah that you know like fucking swinging on a what is that three oh count that yeah, that, that all game. the bulls, bull poop, unwritten rules. Yeah, which like, and then, and I think that's like a part of it where it's like, part of me has come to terms that baseball will always be like the little brother to all these sports, right? And it's never gonna. It it has so much potential to be way more, but people they keep it way too much, right? Like, I mean, I I know people that are like, no, I don't like when players celebrate or do their dances or in the end zone. And I'm like. Okay, you don't like fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, you're just a crappy person. <laughs> you're just a miserable person. Well, and Ty, you said right, like the Hall of Fame, the biggest impacts of the game, right? The biggest stamp on the game. You mean to tell me that the era that Bonds and Sosa and McGuire, like that, put baseball back on the map? Like right. that was one of the biggest turning points in baseball history. They like, really yes, he. And that's the thing. Yes, Barry took steroids. It's evident. So did every other player in that era. Yeah. Except for Ken Griffey Jr. And guess what? They, that's why he's not the best, because he should have taken steroids. Yeah. They saved well, baseball, pretty much. I mean, they, they, like, they did. With Barry, like, if you look at his numbers before, quote-unquote, he took steroids. Right. Like, so, get this. David... Ortiz, his career on base percentage was 380. Okay, pretty good. If you took all 762 home runs from Barry Bonds and turned them into outs, his on base percentage would be 384. <laughs> That's stupid, dude. Turned 762 home runs into all of them being outs, and he still has a better on base percentage. That's wow. stupid. That's the most wild thing I've ever heard in my life. The, the dude would get intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Name one other person in the MLB history. I mean, maybe you could, but that's gotten intentionally walked with bases loaded. I couldn't. Has it ever been done besides Bonds? I don't fucking know. I would guess not. It's Because it's a ludicrous thing to do. And that's how good he is. I don't get it. It pisses me off, dude. And my my argument was always like, I mean, what I just read is even more significant, but it's like, yeah, instead of him hitting balls into McCovey Cove, maybe they would just land in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> like steroids, doesn't, they don't increase your hand-eye coordination. Or it doesn't give you a better cognizant ability. Like I would understand if people are arguing he shouldn't be there because he took Adderall for his entire career. Right. <laughs> Adderall would be more of a performance enhancing drug than steroids. Yep. In my opinion. That's I I don't I I think I'd agree with you. Because yeah, I mean, you could have terrible hand-eye coordination and juice up and be like Ryan Howard, strike out or home run for maybe 6 to 8 years. Yeah. Bonds used a 30-inch bat. Which is nuts. Dude, dude is Absolutely a beast. Not so. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Dude, that 30 incher in his bat was like 32. 32 as well. 
Oh, man. Insane, dude. It's wild. Just, oh. It's it's stupid, and I hate that it makes me so mad. Someone tweeted, Barry Bonds did steroids, kind of a dick, no Hall of Fame. A-Rod did steroids, kind of a dick, no Hall of Fame. Clemens did steroids, kind of a dick, no Hall of Fame. Ortiz did steroids. He's a likable dude. First ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah. Lesson, do roids, be nice. There you go. That's all there is to it. <clears throat> I it sounds, I think I still have a chance like to make it myself with that motto. Yeah, it just sounds like that will be soft. Well, it kind of is. So, 1992, Barry signed what was at the time the highest single season contract in MLB history, 4.7 million. <laughs> Dude, he was so nasty. So nasty, man. You know who else is nasty? Big Ben, and he will be missed terribly, terribly missed. Announced finally, he's done. That's it. He's thrown his last pass. He's worn his last walking boot, and well, uh, we don't know that for sure. Well, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but he's hanging him up. Eighteen years, all with the Steelers. Fucking uh, a legacy. Two thousand four offensive rookie of the year. He was a two-time Super Bowl champion and a six-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, and he fucking wore a sick leather jacket a couple times. And that's and what really matters here. Fashion killer. Fashion killer. In his, in his career, he's got more yards than Marino, Elway, Rodgers. More touchdowns than Steve Young and two super old guys. Less interceptions than Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Favre. And more Super Bowl wins than Brees, Rodgers, and Marino. So when people put those guys up on a pedestal, don't forget Big Ben. Don't forget to put the pussy on a pedestal. Yes, yeah. I, I I think it'll be a few years until people go. Oh man, I can't believe Big Ben isn't playing right. Like you'll, I think you'll finally get more recognition down the road. I, I I just feel like people forget about like when people are like Big Ben when they talk Big Ben and his ability. I feel like they only talk about the last like five years. But yeah. it's like I feel like everyone forgets that Ben was a fucking straight up baller. Yeah. A hundred percent. You're you are literally nailing it, right? People, because people like to just reach far enough, right? They don't want to talk about when he wasn't his prime because he's not anymore, right? Right. But can't talk about that. Well, I think it goes with our baseball Hall of Fame talk. Big Ben did some things in his life to make a lot of people not like him or respect him, and it sticks with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, also, it's as simple as that. Because yeah, also a lot of these commentators just fucking suck. Oh, they're assholes. They have narratives. It's oh, stupid. dude. Like, I, honestly, I, I am so annoyed of, like, Chris Collinsworth and uh, who's the other guy he's always with? Al Michaels. Uh, yeah, Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Yeah. Like, know. dude, like, I am so sick of their narrative every time. I'm just, I'm over it. Fuck them. It's crazy seeing what Mahomes running around in the backfield trying to find a guy making an open play. Like if you remember and watch highlights, that was Ben early in his year. And people would always give him shit for it saying, Oh, it's uh, unorthodox. It's why he's no, don't forget that Ben was that guy. Yeah. Like we said, yeah, 
he's been playing 18 years. People forget that in 2004 until he had a phenomenal fucking career. I think that's my biggest problem, Chris Collinsworth. He is like the biggest Patrick Mahomes lover. Like he's also he, the I, biggest penis in the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and like my like my thing is like, look, Mahomes is fucking great, no doubt about that. But no matter what this guy does, he can never do any wrong, right? Like he's always he always comes out ahead, no matter what. That's always the narrative. Because mm-hmm. he's a likable guy. I mean, he is not his family. Like, well, like Kermit the not Frog. Not to me. Yeah, his family oh, yeah. sucks. Actually, I have no problem with Patrick Mahomes. No, but I don't either. <laughs> not personally. Really. But, I don't but, know. But then all, and then also another thing with like Big Ben, right? They talk about like, oh, well, he only got two Super Bowls. I'm like, I think people forget who was in that conference that was pretty dominant. Well, that and how many does Peyton Manning have? Oh, I, I I don't even care about that. Like, how many does Rogers have? One. Yeah, but but it's more that like, was well, against Ben. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the biggest obstacle, right? And you can't even be mad. And he's ben. the biggest plant in the history of plants. <laughs> like like talking you know, narratives. Yeah, we're gonna ride this guy. Not even no pause. The NFL's been riding him since he got in the NFL. So like a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And look at that he fucking steals Ben's thunder away for Canton in however many years. I forgot who said it or tweeted it. They were like, since Brady's retired, now Ben has to come back. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's it's one or the other. Or hopefully hopefully Brady's like, go, go, go for your 45th year. That'd be fucking awesome. Ben's just like, you know what? Nah. My arch nemesis is done. Well, it'll be interesting to see how, uh, you know, how uh, Keaton fills out because Steelers travel heavy to those Hall of Fame inductions. It's only an hour away from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot further than New England. That <clears throat> since, since 2004, New England and the Steelers are the top two teams and the best winning percentage in the NFL. Well, that makes sense. So since Ben came in the league, the Steelers have had the second best winning percentage in all of the NFL. So, okay. So part of that is that, you know, the no losing season thing under Tomlin, right? So here's a little stat for you. I just want to throw out there, see how you feel about this, okay? Let me find the tweet. It's from Paul Zeiss on Twitter. The Bengals have as many playoff wins in the past month as the Steelers have in the past decade. Is 2010 that, is when they lost the Super Bowl to the Packers, right? 2009, 2010. Is yeah. that worrisome to you? No. No. Not at all. No. I mean, when you say a decade, it sounds long, but I mean, 10 years, you know how hard it is to win a championship? Like, very, most, very. like the Cubs, that everyone went crazy and everyone was so grateful to have seen one. World Series in their lifetime. So it's like we've been in my lifetime, they've been to three. They won two of them. I'm I'm content. If they go on another dry skid for another decade, yeah, for sure. And and I feel like overall the AFC's I feel like a, a lot harder to grind through than the NFC. Not not that the NFC is a walk in the park, 
But I feel like when you compare the two, I always maybe I'm just being biased. I feel like AFC is way harder that I actually get through and make the playoffs. Like, all, I mean, it's not biased. It's like I think that American League is better than the National League. Like, it's yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, that's my take on it because. Like, think about how many great teams are in this AFC or just think about the quarterbacks, right? I forgot who brought it up. It's like you I got, saw that they showed the NFC quarterbacks and it was all guys over like the age of 34, 35. And then the AFC, it was all young, up and coming yeah, studs. Her- Herbert Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, Burrow. Burrow. Like, I mean, dude, just those names alone. Oh, uh, Lawrence. Yeah. Mac Jones. Like, that's those are pretty those solid. Are, those are some great names. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Right. I mean, it's, and it's the future, too. It's the future of of the quarterbacks, too. But it's guys like Mark Madden and other older Steeler fans who they're like, I don't care if we have a winning season. If you don't win the Super Bowl, it's not a winning season. It's like they expect to win the championship every year, and they should know how hard it is to win a championship because from the, the end of the 70s, the Steelers didn't do shit. Right. So they went through that dry spell. They should know it's not that easy. And I'd rather be have however many fucking winning seasons in a row than like go to maybe like the AFC Championship one time and then just have a miserable six year skid where we're fucking two and fourteen. Yeah, right. like I would always, I would prefer that every season I can say, yeah, we have a chance. Yeah, we're in it. Right. Yeah. Not. Oh, we're Soaking dead last up first round picks for and, twenty years, right? Right, and and I respected the Steelers and there said, you know what, we're gonna tank it, right? We're just we're gonna call it quit. We're gonna just take a back seat this year. No, like every year, they give it an honest effort, right? An honest effort, and that's that's all I ask of, right? Like I don't have to worry about, you know what, this next season gonna suck because I know they're gonna tank, and we're just we're just going for high draft picks. Well, and that's I've mentioned before. In Tomlin's 15 seasons, his average draft position is 22. Yeah. How, how can you say it's not impressive that he's had 15 winning seasons with that as a fact? I mean, I guess we'll see moving forward if it was Tomlin or if it's Ben. Or Kevin. Or Colbert. Well, what we're going to find out next season because um, fucking what's his name? <laughs> Matt Canada confirmed back as – OC, so we'll so find out if it's Canada or if it was Ben or if it was and third party. And to, and to add to that, right, we're gonna get a new decent, you know, defensive coordinator, right? Which means I've seen different names linked, right? It's all very exciting stuff, right? We're we're still gonna interview within, also interview outside. Heard a little rumor, maybe bring back Mike Bunchak, bring back my boy, my boy. Dude, literally, when he was on the team, he was killing it with his coaching. Killing it. Yeah, made a huge difference. Bro, just hire Ben as Especially a with those young guys. They need Munchak. Yeah. Munchin Munchak. Munchin Munchak. Hey, That's you want to spend your time with your family out in Denver, you come on right back. Big yeah. facts. Yep. Take a year off. How about it? I don't know, man. Uh, We'll we'll see what happens. The quarterback situation is going to be interesting to see and follow. I don't know what. Did you see Najee's interview? When yeah. They asked him who he wanted that quarterback. Pretty much. He didn't. Yeah. Well, he I, didn't mention Mason or fucking. What's wait, his dick? 
Well, you Dwayne, know, Dwayne. yeah, I saw a thing that if Dwayne for some reason would win out the position and be our quarterback going forward, he would face Joe Burrow, the guy that he made transfer because he won the starting spot over him in Ohio. I was like, that'd be pretty Well, and that's the other thing, too. I saw somebody talk about that online again somewhere that I don't recollect. Um, But they were like, you know, people forget he's only 23 years old and he fucking beat out Joe Burrow for the starting quarterback position and made him transfer. And he's on your bench. Like, yeah, he's what whatever he was in college, he's still got at least a little bit of it in him. And. He could, he's more mobile than Ben, and it would fit the Canada offense. He has so much potential, I think. And, and yeah. honestly, like the risk for him is not even that much on the Sealer side because he's tech, he's finished out his rookie contract, which I think Washington ended up having to pay. So he was getting some big paychecks from them. And then from what I saw on the Arthur Motes podcast, technically we get we're, we get to sign him for one more year, and it's only like a maybe either two and a half or four and a half million dollar hit to keep up for remember he's a first round draft pick right to retain a first round draft pick for that little it's fucking incredible right like there's so much upside in from and and you got to also remember that like he probably in the set is like everybody else turned their back on me when i was going through this and the Steelers were the only ones like he has so much love for the Steelers. like he's like i i know he said that he's like they're the only ones that like actually like Welcome me in and like help me figure myself out. Like, so I coincidence that it's the only team with a blackhead coach. I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about that later too. We're going to talk about some of that stuff later too. And you know what? Like, I I love it, right? Because it's one of those things that if depending on what way we go, if Mason is a certain quarterback, he goes down for some reason, right? Beat over his with his own helmet, (laughs) or Haskins comes in and beats him, and he's our QB one right like it's it's like it's it's not the worst thing. I feel. Could you like, imagine the Mark Madden and Mark Madden type media the yeah. day on Twitter if Mason gets beat out by Dwayne? Oh man, there'd be an uproar. And I can't wait for it. And I hope it happens. I hope it happens. It, unless yeah. the Steelers are going to go out and sign a free agent, veteran, proven quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, perhaps, like I said, Marcus Mariota, like it, like it yeah. a lot. Um, Russell Wilson. About uh, Jimmy, Jimmy trade, Rob- like Garoppolo. James Washington and some picks to the Bears for Fields. Well, Doubtful, well James Washington is technically it. a free agent. <laughs> Who's a free agent? James. James? Forget I said anything. Love it, but Doubtful. Oh, I would love if, Justin Fields in the bird. Unless they're going to do that, I think the risk is worth the potential reward with Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if that's just me being an idiot. I don't know. I, again, I don't necessarily know what the fuck I'm talking about, but he's so young, he could still be molded a into a, a decent quarterback. First round over, first fucking round pick. First round pick. Like, the potential is there. He's so young. Just he needs some guidance, and I feel like half of the battle with him is just staying out of trouble off of the field. Because I feel like that's what got him fucked in Washington. Is like mm-hmm. he was doing some off the field shit. It's like just keep your nose clean, fucking keep your head down, work, and you could be that guy, dude. And you know, from, from what it sounds like, he's he's, he's down totally, for it. Yeah, he's in a totally different place now, right? Like he's. 
he knows the mistakes he's made. He's from what it looks like, learn from it. Like Tomlin loves him, right? Guys love him around in the locker room. So it is it is pretty cool to see what'll what'll happen, I guess. What are in a perfect world, this is, this is for each of you, what would you what would you want to happen, right? I doesn't matter what we have to give up or whatever. Like, what is the perfect scenario for you? Perfect scenario at quarterback, you mean? Yeah, at quarterback. Perfect scenario, Kenny Pickett done. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. He what? he did say today he want he would love to. I don't hate it. It's a, he said it's his dream. Yeah. Perfect world. Deshaun Watson gets found innocent of all alleged crimes, and he becomes the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You think the Texans would give him up if he's found innocent of everything? Is he not a free agent? Thought he was. Could have, could have sworn. Honestly, I'm not sure, but who cares? I didn't okay. think that he was, but if he was, I then totally I don't wrong. care if he's got the allegations with him or not. Let's get him. If he's a free agent, if he's got the allegations, we'll get him for cheaper. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, I want him at because he didn't play once this year, right? I don't think no, so. He Which couldn't. could be a bad thing. Uh, so, could it? it could, yes. I mean, I guess Le'Veon Bell. He, he, he got he got the. I guess was he able to practice? Right. No. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he. Hopefully, he did on his own time. Right. Yeah. No, but, I'm um, sure he did. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he I mean, did fucking. The, okay. The beating the beatings had to take with that old line down there. He probably needed his year off. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to say is I don't think quarterbacks, the quarterback is our number one or even number two concern. It doesn't matter who's back there, whether it's Mason, Dwayne, Russell, Deshaun, Pickett, Fields. They're going to be getting rid of the ball the fastest. If they're not, they're going to be getting sacked a million times. So in a perfect world, start Haskins or Rudolph draft line draft defense free agent defense free agent line right it does like in my opinion it doesn't matter who the quarterback is next year it has nothing to do right. with how they will succeed or not fix the o line fix the play calling run the ball and effectively and things will sort themselves out and, yeah and that's all you need dude really i I guess let me throw this out to you guys. So my thought was we keep Mason and Dwayne, right? And then we sign free agent uh, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. He wants the magic? As QB2 for either one of them, right? Like you get a guy that's got experience. He can He can get you momentum, right? He seems to thrive everywhere he goes at some point for – Whatever amount of time it is, so I mean, we might be looking at a quarterback by commission season again. Maybe <laughs> interesting, but interesting. yeah, I would. I mean, but but like you said, right? Know. We we take him right for the low. You got somebody a veteran in there that can you know fill that hole. But then we draft pause. <laughs> you need someone to fill a hole. Paul <laughs> Ty, you need me to fill some holes, dude. I'll fuck it. <laughs> Need something filled? I'll oh, fuck it. I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm the guy for the job. That's all there is to it, dude. Hilarious. Anyways, proceed, dude. 
I mean, that was pretty much about it. All right, dope, 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 dude. All right, what's up with uh, what's up with this Flores what's up with all these books? What's up with all these books? Uh, Dabble, who? Flores? Brian Flores? Brian Flores for the Dolphins. Yeah. What the? F- what in the fuck was that? Oh, that was our door, dude. That sounded like a furt. <laughs> yeah, Aaron just farted. Real loud furt for Nugent, dude. <laughs> She back there? Yeah. That's hilarious. Ernelli just got back. He said Aaron farted. Um, so yeah, what's up with Brian Flores, Dad? Tell me about it. Speak to me. So, Michael, do you have it pulled up right now? Uh, yes. Okay. So All right. you want, you, you, he was fired last month, um, and on. he has sued the NFL and each of its franchises for racial discrimination. Um, <laughs> Is that it? The suit is filed as a proposed class action. He claims that he was informed by New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick that the New York Giants head coaching job had gone to someone else three days before Flores was scheduled to interview. He calls the Giants interview process a sham, though, through which he was humiliated. And then before getting the job with the Dolphins, he interviewed with Denver, a meeting for which then general manager John Elway was an hour late and appeared to be hungover. So they weren't taking him serious um flores claims in the suit that he was only interviewed for that job because of the rooney rule an nfl policy requiring teams to interview minority candidates for head coaching jobs and that the broncos never considered him a legitimate candidate and then which so that's why the rooney's have always been respected because they're all about the people and going back to the giants thing they the giants if this doesn't leak, the Giants would have basically not respected the rule and they had already hired somebody, but just brought him in to interview. So it looks like right. they, they were trying to, you know, interview a minority, right, to try and follow the rules where they actually already had hired the coach, but they were still doing this process to show face. Yeah, and they even said, you know, he was a former defensive coordinator with the Patriots. Yep. Spent three seasons with the Dolphins, and his firing was widely viewed as a surprise. Like, Dolphins did pretty well. I was surprised back, as fuck, back to back, Back-to-back winning seasons. Um, Which is new for the Dolphins. And there's been reports that he interviewed earlier. Do we lose him? And then also, there was a thing that came out that the GM for the Dolphins when he was down in Miami... When they got down there, they the owner really wanted to tank, so they got a better draft position, and they offered him a hundred thousand dollars per loss, and he was like, "No, we're not doing that." And then even when they were t- telling him to talk to a said high-profile quarterback to try and tempt him to go to Miami, he did not because it would have been tampering. And so there was a lot of things that he was working against with his own ownership when he was down in Miami. Bullshit, really. Yeah. <clears throat> All there is to her. Yeah. The, the NFL and the Dolphins both denied the allegations, saying uh, the claims were without merit. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that there's merit because there's one black head coach. Yeah. And he's been not protected under the Rooney rule, but he's found a good place to be, and they're treating him as such. He found a place that, you know, 
keeps him because of, of who he is, not because he's black, not because they're trying to show something that they're not. It's like, look, you well, are you are one it, of us. It is the fact that he is black and the Roonies, you know, you don't ever want to say they don't see color because, yes, they absolutely do see color and they see him as a normal fucking person who is more qualified than anybody else to have the job. And that's that. Yeah. All these yeah. other fucking GMs and owners are a bunch of losers. What right? And we always talk about like Ains shout out Black History Month, bro. And shout out the Steelers because they're always looking out for their own players coming back, giving them positions, promoting within, giving them opportunities. <laughs> looking out for their own, except for when it really matters, like Heinz Ward and Palomalo and James Harrison. But yeah. No, exactly. I'm with you 100 percent So yes, um, I'll tell you what, let's get Brian Flores over for, in the Steelers. I somehow. love that. Let's do it. I think Zach Smith might have made like a meme or someone made a meme of like Flores standing next to Tomlin on the sideline. And I was like, that would be lethal. Yo, because he's a defense, the defensive coordinator and freaking what's his dick is out. Keith Butler's gone. So we have a vacant DC spot. There you go. Come on, bro. Uh, what is this? What is this? Are you about to like, lasso it up? Last no, one like, let's go. No, uh, dude, you've been watching too much Yellowstone. I haven't watched any Yellowstone. Oh, you I'm should. Kind of upset I've been I watching haven't. a lot of Yellowstone. It's yeah. really good. Gosh, <laughs> damn it. It's the hat change for me, dog. That was too quick, bro. That was slick with it. Um, all right, cool. Montara Caballo. Let's wrap this up with some baseball cards of, of the sports variety. I'm going to start with giving a big shout out to our guy, uh, newly acquainted friend, um, new podcast listener, James Lumen. I made a trade with James via Twitter. Uh, I sent him my chance tops first pitch card and my Mac Miller Pokemon card. And I threw in, I think maybe some Jalen Suggs, like a LaMelo ball rookie gave him some, what I thought was a nice, some nice goodies. He sends me back a whole thing of uh, penny sleeves, 400 panini points, a stack of Pittsburgh cards of like a Jose Bautista rookie card. People forget that he started with the Pirates. Yeah, yeah. You forget that about a lot of Pirates. Bunch of sick Pirates cards. But then he sent me a bunch of dope like Gary Payton and Sean Kemp cards. Whoa. Gary Payton, uh, senior or the second? Original uh, Gareth Glove. Okay. Uh, and Nate McMillan, same Sonics team. A uh, Ray Allen, 2007 Tops Chrome. Like, hooked it dude up. Hooked dude hooked it up big time. I thought I was, you know, hooking it up, you know, give it Lamelo rookie, uh, Jalen Green, uh, this, that. But he literally hooked it up big time. So, oh, and I've been sick. conversing with him on Twitter. He <laughs> even says that he listens to the podcast now and he loves it. We had him cracking up. So, big shout out to James. Damn, yo, shout out. There shout are good out. people in the hobby. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And by the way, that Mac Miller card, fucking, what a beauty, dude. Just an Super absolute beauty. beauty. Now I have to buy another one. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, well, that's sick. And shout out to him. Uh, yeah, I saw you guys were making a trade. And <clears throat> I think you mentioned to me or I saw on Twitter that he had told you, like, oh, I'll send you just like a stack of cards. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was gonna send you a fucking stack of cards. The bubble mailer was filled; like you couldn't fit anything else in it. 
That's hilarious. And it was, then I thought I did a good job of like everything in top loaders, packaging wise, making sure it's secure. It took me like 20 minutes to get all of the materials and like the paper and shit off. Like That's he wrapped hilarious. it perfect. Yeah. Nice. So shout out to James. Um, I need to shout him out on Twitter because he shouted us out on Twitter. Yeah. Yen's Daily and Yen's Cards. So. Where did that car go? I fucking. Oh, yeah. He gave me this Tyler Boyd pit game ticket. Big Ben. Miami of Ohio season ticket. James uh-huh. Conner. Uh, here's the Ray Allen tops chrome. Your stupid background is making it tough. You got everything blurred. Gary the Glove. It's all just blurred. Sean Kemp, so nasty. Another Sean Kemp. Sick, sick. Really hooked it up. Dude, that's tight. That is tight. I found a fucking, I don't know what year, like, what year was Charlie Batch on the Lions? (laughs) I found a Lions Charlie he, Batch card. He started his career in the Lions. Might be a Charlie Batch RC. But uh, I found it in a fucking shoebox at my parents' house. And uh, I brought it home so that I can give it to you, Gror. That's a that's a Gror card for sure. Charlie Batch rookie? Yeah, I'll put it next to my Dennis Dixon rookie. Fucking right. Did you guys see all these Miami cards I got? So many. Yeah, Why? Uh, shout out my boy Nate. He gave me a bunch of cards. He uh, loves the tops update cards or what? He, he gave me a bunch of cards to sell. Nice. Man, check out this badass Rod Woodson card he gave me. Oh my Ooh. god. Bro, is that not the sickest card ever? That imagine if we did that with McGrory. Just put Exactly. It on like that's a McGrory card. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm going to make my own custom card just like that with my mustache. Yeah, and just number it from different days. So I found this one, too, at my parents. And it's just a fucking sick card way before it's time. 2002 Flair, Mark McGuire. The fucking... Yo! That card goes hard. That card goes hard. Yeah, it's sweet. I love it. Yo, yo shout out T. Higgins this weekend. Found a couple fucking tops Steelers cards, too. Little uh, Heinz Ward Bowman. Just a, a cool fucking oh, card. Let's go. I'll buy that from you five five dollars right now. Put it in a penny sleeve. I'll give it to it. It's kind of beat up. I'll give it to you for free. Uh, and also Joey Porter. That's why I put them in this pile is because I was going to give them to you. Joey Porter. Oh, Tops. yeah. Yeah, pretty sick. And then I bought the uh, Elite. Extra edition box, five five cards for twenty seven bucks. It's kind of steep, pretty steep price. But uh, twenty seven is that with shipping? That was at the store. Okay, because the ones I bought were for twenty five, and if you I've been going on that or Panini's app a lot, and they have the boxes. They have a shit ton of stuff on Panini's website for actual price twenty five bucks. Nice, but then it's plus shipping, obviously. Yeah. Dude, I got. Yo, shout out my boy Nate. Got hard and those NFT cards. Got a bunch of downtown cards. Nice. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, shout out Tappy for that. Um, I, I had totally forgot. I bought a bunch of random packs on. Yeah, yeah. You just had a bunch of unopened packs on Panini. So like, 
I've got a I got a bunch of dope cards. A few KD cards, Kyrie Irving. I got an Evan McPherson, like nasty rookie card. But Panini's been giving me trouble um, selling them or starting an auction, so I have to figure. Yeah, it out. I don't know what's going on with that. That's weird. Also, the challenges that they do for the NFT, like blockchain, is so dope. Like the Sammy Sosa Kaboom is one right now. My buddy got my buddy got number sixty six. <clears throat> for Sammy Sosa. Shout out the real baseball fans. So sick. Anyone know who Brady Allen is? Got the auto. Brady That's Allen. Cool. I ha- I got one of his cards. Yeah, I think I do too. That's dope. Couple out of like 99s. This one's out of 225. This Willie Fantas. I don't know who the fuck this is. It's out of 199 jersey. I got that same exact relic, just a different player. Yeah. McCade Brown out of 199. Well, that's where you got to look them up on the prospects on the MLB right. app. Yeah, I got to do that. But yeah, that's all I got. I got a few other. Zapia. I got a few left too. Oh, dude, I got this <clears throat> Yadier Molina patch 35 out of 199. Yeah, that's sick. Ooh. Would you get that out of? Uh, my, my buddy Nate, he gave me all these cards. Oh, he gave you that? That's Jeez. sick. Gorilla Jr. patch. Sick. He, what's his name? Like, yes, his first name starts with a Y. Uriel. The card Uriel. you just... Uriel. Uriel. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Are you ripping a pack right now? No, oh, dude. It sounded like you were. A little Sprinter patch. Damn, look at you with the patches. Voto patch. You got more patches than a pirate, dude. <laughs> yeah, just call me Patches Tavio. Hilarious. Don't know how to say this guy's name. Pedroia? Pedroia? Uh, Dustin Pedroia. You don't know how to say Dustin Pedroia? He's one of the greatest. He's better than fucking David Ortiz, in my opinion. Well, that's that's a pretty... Wild as an all around player, yeah, that's basically it. That's a sick card, that Pedroia one. Also, my Cooper Cup, I want to sell just because. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, I was actually gonna. Sorry, I got distracted today at work, you know, quote unquote work, but uh, yeah, I was gonna tell you the same thing that Michael told you. I ended up for around the game time, I'm yeah. your best bet. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's good, um, it's a good call. That guy, James Lumen, he also gave me uh, Bowman Platinum Ice Foil Jihuan Bay, which is sick. sick. I've been meaning mean to get one of those. Um, and then I bought some cards off of a guy on Twitter. His name is The Slayton Guy, uh, at Bleed. And uh, hooked it up with the first Bowman Chrome Bubba Chandler Ray Wave. Oh, dude. Which is so nasty. So sick. It is nasty. And with that, I also got from Bleed a Jason Dominguez Bowman Chrome Ray Wave. Wow. Also sick. So fucking nasty. Love it. Um, and then, I don't know if I showed it on here, but the Bubba Chandler. That thing's icy, dude. One yes. of two. Really? Holy shit. That thing's ice. So nasty. 
eBay snag, uh, Obsidian Deontay Johnson RPA out of 150. That's sick. Dude, Sagal's hard. It, I mean, it's like top two favorite cards of mine right now. Oh, yeah. So nasty. And then not as cool, but uh, got my first Andy Rodriguez card, the blue sky yeah. draft foil. Oh, that looks nice. Finally got a Nick Gonzalez sapphire. Also icy. And then I got it. Got my first Nick Gonzalez autograph. Nice. This one, wow. it's tough Dude, to that's see. A nice but card. Yeah, this one is very icy. It's not shining like I'd like it though. I I put out a thing on Yin's cards, uh, a poll on what people's opinions are on the Leaf metal or the Leaf draft cards, and bro, I fucking love them. It's such a cheaper way to get your player favorite players autographs. Yeah, like I got the car the fucking Bubba Chandler one. It's a one of two autograph. I paid eight dollars. Yeah, that's stupid. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's pretty insane. It's absurd. And then my NBA Chronicles packs, I pulled two Lamellos. And on the Chronicle pack, it says, look for the exclusive score insert. This was the only one that said score on it, so. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, that, that's the pack I opened up the other night, but it was a 2020-21 season. Okay. Seven bucks a pack at Lids. Let's lock her And in the same box, I pulled an Anthony Edwards RC, which is Ooh. Anthony Edwards and LaMelo are the two hottest freaking, mm. and I guess Jean Morant nasty, but this is my favorite one of my latest haul. Yeah. Michael Mike. McGreevy. Hilarious. Michael McGreevy. First Bowman Chrome. Turns out he's like the number five prospect for the Cardinals. That's wow. sick. Got a sick name. What a name. Michael McGreevy. Hashtag skinny vanilla. Crazy. Oh yeah, dude. Shout out uh Shop Seal City because I got that homestead gray shirt from them. And they gave me this Kevin Young card. Yeah, that card is sick. Sweet. And then also about this eBay snack Tom Brady game ticket. Oh, sick, dude. Where, where'd you get that? Uh, I just said eBay. Oh, who was the seller? Uh some schmuck. <laughs> Couldn't be <laughs> skinny V. <laughs> yeah, bought, bought this off. Bought this off Michael's uh, eBay eBay store. Dude, that was like, good feedback. I refunded your shipping. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta do that. Yeah, because I I messaged him and I was like, "Yo, you better refund me for my shipping." Because he said he'll bring it. He brought it to Ty's. Uh, I didn't realize that he bought it. Oh my god! That's so I was like, hilarious. "Yo, I'll just bring it to you." And then he was like joking around, refund my shipping, but. Yeah, I was getting he actually better on me, but also I Venmoed him is ninety three cents. But also, yo, shout out same same guy that sold me that card messaged me about this Pedro Alvarez, <laughs> the X Factor. Guy. Oh, baby. did I give you my Deontay Johnson rookie patch? No. You promise? I promise. I don't think you did. You promise? I'll have to yeah. look. Yeah. Please look, cause I I I can't find it, and I don't misplace my cards I'll, I'll check i'm pretty again. sure i gave it to you the night you and vanessa were here mm-hmm. because i knew that i had the rpa coming oh maybe maybe you didn't i'll have to take another look if i didn't let me know and i'm gonna have to really look got, got a little bubble chandler because i was getting jealous of McGroys. and i gave or i sold you that one because i knew i was getting 
Oh, yeah, that's true. I bought this one off the And he was seller. getting the Ray Wave and his auto. Yeah, fucking schmuck. Sold that for you for $4. Yeah. But straight up, I also got a few uh, slabs. Got this Kobe White Panini Chronicles. Yeah, the uh, Essential Elements or the Essentials. Yeah. Sick. PSA 9. So sick. And then I got this Jordan Poole uh, Prism. Dude, I just played Jordan Poole last night in my uh, NBA 2K career. Skinny v- Vanilla cooked him for 45. <laughs> I had four blocks and four steals. God damn, yeah. Go blue. Cooked Sick card. For 45. <laughs> nice. I don't have it in hand, but I did purchase a card off of a kid on Twitter today. I say a kid because he's, he's 15 years old. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's of 1994. Four, I think, uh, Barry or 92 Barry Bonds top stadium club. Nice. Two dollars plus a dollar shipping. I sent him four just to be nice. You're like, yo, could you hurry up? Yeah, hurry the fuck up, bro. And that's on God. Cool. So sick. Well, let's wrap this up then. Episode 208. I'm just throwing this out there. We got rip packs soon together. Let's go get some packs, bro. You yeah. want that pack? Oh, you want you want yeah. that pack? Yo, I want I want that MLB that loud pack. pack. Well, if we're gonna rip packs together, I don't want us all to fucking go to Target and spend a hundred dollars on blaster boxes. Let's fucking get together at some point, put a hundred dollars together, and fucking buy like a box offline. Or online. Box? Yeah, 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 but then how do you decide who gets what? We draft. We'll fucking figure it out. All right, dude. Or if it, or if one of us pulls a fucking card that's over a thousand dollars, then we fucking just split the money. Like I'm cool with going into it, no problem. Oh, me too. I have no issue. Just have our own. Brand. Unless you got a problem, Ty. Oh, dude, we got a problem, I, dude. Yo, if we sell that card for a thousand, we are one hundred percent spending another thousand on cards. <laughs> well, I mean, no. Or actually. 500 on cards, 500. I was going to say, we, we each keep a profit. Yeah, I was, I was, profit. yeah that, was, that was probably a better idea. But then we get our drip on. Our drip. Yeah, I'll be dripping all over the place. That's for damn sure. Go to yinzertainment.com. It's where you can find the podcast and social media links at Yins Daily on all social. <laughs> we should make a Yins, Yins, Daily. Yins Daily coin. <laughs> Just sell it on the market, dude. Start pushing it. Pushing. Pushing me. Pushing me. <laughs> Hey, let's push P all the way on uh, up on out of here. Episode 208, Pushing P.